0: Well, hello everyone. You are listening to the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Herbert, and today we got Cole Riha in the studio. How's it going, Riha? Going good. How are you? Good, good. How's your day? Great. Uh, we don't have a lot of sports news for you. We just recorded uh, last night. We're doubling up on episodes, uh, getting that content out. But, uh, so we... We've done a lot of uh, rankings, we've done uh, team previews, now we're doing breakouts and bus for each uh, NFL team. It will be a two-part discussion, uh, two episodes, with uh, today being the AFC. Ready to do this? Oh yeah, let's get it rolling. Let's go. Alright, so first we're doing the AFC East, uh, and first up we have the, basically the kings of the AFC East first, the New England Patriots. The kings. The kings. Well, they've dominated all, like, 20 years that Tom Brady's been there. I won't argue that. Uh, Give me your breakout. Breakout for the Patriots. So I had Nikhil Harry. I had the same thing. All right, let's talk about him. Well, when you're drafted that high by Bill Belichick, first-round pick, there has to be something there. And I think last year, like, you know how Brady's notorious. He only throws to guys he trusts. Yeah. I don't think him and Harry just developed that, you know, that rapport, like the connection. So I think this year it's kind of a fresh start for Harry. Uh, Cam coming in, I think it's his time. Like I think he's really going to come out of his shell and break out this year. Yeah, because, I mean, Cam's working with these guys for the first time. So, yeah. And then when you're drafted that high, I mean, I mean, obviously we've seen guys like, Kevin White, Corey Coleman, Josh Doxon being first-round receivers. Mm-hmm. But just the fact he was drafted by Bill Belichick, I think, you know, I still have faith in him. Mm-hmm. And, and also it's hard for receivers to do good in their first year, really. I yeah. mean, the last couple of years is the first time we've really seen receivers excel as rookies like A.J. Brown or E.K. Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, spe- or going off of that, uh, it was different with the Patriots because they kind of at the end of the season, they were kind of uh, losing their offensive uh, momentum. So they were going to guys that Tom Brady did trust, like Julian Edelman and uh, James White and stuff like that. It's going to be all-new ball game. Uh They have to switch up the offense for uh, Cam Newton. So it's going to be exciting. I'm wondering. I mean, I am excited to see how uh, Nikhil Harry does, but I'm also excited to see how Julian Edelman kind of works without Him and without Cam mesh together. Yeah, just works without Tom Brady. I know, I know what you mean. It'll be exciting. Also, going back to, you are talking about last year, the end of the year, they said there were a lot of times where Harry, like, was open on mm-hmm. routes to Brady, you know. I have heard that. But you can't blame Brady, you know. he's. Well, it's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to throw it to you if he doesn't trust you. That's why, like, uh, NDS and Geronimo Allison kind of got replaced with Alan uh, Lazard and uh, Kumaro going in there and they were getting way more reps, more targets. Yeah, that one game, Rogers like went out of his way to talk about how Alan Lazard's developed and mm-hmm. and how he trusts them. Yeah, just from like his practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, give me your bust. All right, my bust for the Patriots is Sony Michelle. There we go. All right, we're two for two on this one. I like the guy a lot, and I like his play style. I mean, I loved watching him at Georgia, him and Nick Chubb together. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, two good running backs, and Swift's in the third string there. Yeah. And Georgia, you know, they produce running backs, but Michelle's injuries really worries me. Yeah, he's just coming off surgery. I know. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. He's had injuries before, too. Yep. And yeah, I'm pretty I, sure it's the ACL. That's what's getting him. Yeah, and we just got done with the down year from him. I mean, he didn't have an awful year by any means, but, like, a lot of people were expecting a second-year breakout for, from him. And fantasy-wise, he was going third round probably last year, second or third round, something else. yeah. Yeah, uh, also a uh, stacked running back room. Um, I've heard Damian Harris is looking good. I've heard that as well, and it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they did draft him in the third round last year, so, I mean, they had to have plans for him. Rex Burkhead might get some time. And I'm also excited to see uh, James White because Cam Newton's used to a receiving back, so he could get a lot of work too. And then bringing in Lamar Miller, mm-hmm. who knows like what they had planned for him. Yeah. I know Miller's had a rough, well, he's had injuries the last couple of years, but... He could be the goal back. He could be. Yeah. Not really, Miller could catch the ball, too, at the backfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's get to uh, probably the second-best team out of the AFC East, uh, the Bills. Uh, give me your breakout. I had Running back, Devin Singletary. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep, we're three for three now. We're on the same page there. Um, what do you think about Singletary? Uh... Well, one, last year, he had a really good year last year, but he also had Frank Gore stealing a lot of carries, a lot of goal line work. I think uh, if he does get full workload uh, this year, he's going to be really good. Uh, to be honest, though, I struggled with either having Devin Singletary or Zach Moss, because Zach Moss was a good college back, too. And from what I've heard, they like him so far in camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting how that kind of shifts, too. But, I I mean, Devin Singletary is going to get the work uh, out of the gate, and then hopefully he just does so well that he keeps the job. Yeah, I'm expecting at least 1,000 all-purpose yards of Singletary on offense. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. All right, bust. All right, I had Stephon Diggs. No fucking way. I literally <laughs> thought I was going to get you on that one because no, I no. thought you were high on him. No, I just – I don't – Minnesota, I think he had a good situation in Minnesota with like how Stefanski and Mike Zimmer had that offense going. Mm-hmm. I think, out of the play action. Yeah, and I think Kirk Cousins is a lot better quarterback than people think. And mm-hmm. I think that really helped Diggs a lot. And I think going to a young quarterback like Josh Allen, who I will almost put on my breakout, I think he's a good quarterback, but I just think you know you have to have an established like relationship with the receiver you're throwing to. That's why I can see John Brown getting a lot more of the targets than Diggs. Because mm-hmm. he he had a breakout year last year he as did. well. Uh, and I'm with you on the same page. Also, it's a run-first offense. We all know that, especially with Josh Allen being the quarterback. But also, Josh Allen has a big arm, but he's not too accurate uh, 20 yards or more downfield. So I think that hurts him a lot, or especially Stephon Diggs because, I mean, he runs those steeper routes. So, yeah, I'm staying away from Stephon diggs where i'm at too i think diggs will have a good year but i don't think it's worthy of first round pick oh no and especially uh what they gave up for him i, I- mean you could have got a young receiver that first round pick that mm-hmm. could potentially be better in diggs yeah and you already have that like and a stacked wide receiver class well, yeah, yeah and you already have that deep threat with john brown mm-hmm. i mean why add another deep threat why not draft someone like I don't know, let's say Justin Jefferson, which Ooh, like he that. went before they could have drafted, but there's other receivers too that could beat that, you yeah. know, possession receiver. Yeah. T. Higgins, Brandon or did Brandon Ayuk go before No, Brandon Ayuk went before uh Justin Jefferson, didn't he? No, he went after Jefferson. I Rager think. went before Jefferson. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of good ones. Alright. Uh let's move to the Miami Dolphins. Give me a breakout. Preston Williams, wide oh, receiver. I was thinking about that one. Yeah, he had a really good rookie year, and then he uh, what did he do? He uh, did something to his knee, if I'm thinking right. Uh, give me your take on him. Uh, you know, from what I've heard, a lot of people are really high on him, and he's shown flashes last year. He could be like really good, you know, dynamic player in that offense. I think it all depends on who's throwing him the ball and how their quarterback situation pans out. But well, I'm excited to see. I mean, he had a promising rookie year. Yeah, and uh, once he went out with that knee injury, that's when Devontae Parker actually went off. So, I mean, with him back, he could be the go-to guy. Could happen. Uh, my breakout's Mike Isecki. Uh Good end of the year. Fitzpatrick trusts him, likes him, and uh, he could have a big, uh, big role as that uh, intermediate guy. I mean... Send Devontae Parker, send Preston Williams, Mike Gasecki in the middle. Yeah, I and like it. A lot of people were high on Gasecki last year. Yeah. I almost wanted to go with a running back for their breakout, but I was like, Jordan Howard, I don't think he's going to do that. I very thought about good. that too. I didn't even thought about Burita. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know who's going to get more of the carries. I think they're going to split them, you know. Oh, some news. Uh, Kalen Balaj got traded to the Jets. Yeah, late round pick. They're going to release him. The Jets came in and said, no, we'll trade you a late round pick for him. And I was like, okay. <laughs> It yeah. made no sense to me because the Jets, you got Frank Gore, you got Bell. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Le'Veon Bell and Adam Gase have been uh, fighting during practice about his uh, workload in scrimmages. So, Remember what I said in one of the previous podcasts? I said Le'Veon Bell might get traded. Oh, it's definitely possible. I could see it. Well, they trade Jamal Adams, blow up uh, some of the major pieces, and like just try and build around Sam Darnold now. I guess. Why not trade him? I mean, imagine if like Bell, like you trade him to a contender. I can't. I'm Seahawks. To, Seahawks. Uh, you know, I can't think of anyone at the top of my head right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. get him somewhere where like the team's gonna win and a coach that can utilize Bell. Yeah. yeah. Maybe back to the Steelers. Who knows? Maybe. James Conner goes down, maybe like week two. We could see that happen. It'd be a hell of a situation. Yeah. All right, give me your bust for the Miami Dolphins. Devontae Parker. Ooh, all right. You know, I like him a lot as a player, but I think last year, I mean, he's really the only playmaker they had mm-hmm. when Williams went down. Like, he got a lot of targets. Uh, he made good plays, but I think. People are too high on him this year. Yeah, and he really hit his strive at the end of the season. That's not a... You can't expect that as a season-long uh, production level. Yeah. I don't even Especially with a lot of pieces coming back. Uh, could be a potentially new quarterback. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. I do see Tua uh, eventually making his way to the starting lineup. Uh, I don't know about you. Yeah, well, I mean... Fitzpat- I know Fitz- Fitzpatrick will start the year. Yeah, and but... He'll do well, then he won't, and then the fans will come in, and that's when Tua will play. Once the media gets involved, and yep, like should be Tua be starting? Yeah, why they waste the fifth round pick on him if he's not going to start? Uh yeah. But uh, my bust is Cal Van Noy. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, if history repeats itself, Pats players that uh, do well in New England and take a bigger deal elsewhere, where uh, cough 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 Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins, uh, Trey Flowers, uh, Nate Solder. Uh, I do have a bust later on in this episode. Did I just say one of his names? Nope. He might have went to Oakland, but we'll get to that. Trent Brown? Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, I'm just predicting what has happened before. Kyle Noy will not do as well as he usually does. I really like him, but. I know. I like his play style a lot. Yeah. Really versatile and paid him a lot of money. Paid Byron Jones a lot of money, too. I almost threw him in on my bust. Yeah. Uh, I think the secondary might be decent, though. Yeah. Shaw Jones, Xavier Howard. What if they would have kept uh, old Minka? Wouldn't they... Yeah. Oh, they drafted uh, Austin Jackson, the tackle at USC with the mm-hmm. Minka pick, I yep. think. Yep, you're right. I mean... Hey, it helps with def- or, uh, protecting their... Future. would they draft with the, um, who's the left tackle? The uh, Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. Texans. Oh, that might have been the, uh, no, no, they picked a cornerback that Noah. Oh. Out of Auburn. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's finish out the AFC East with the Jets. Uh, I'll go out first. Breakout. Brashad Perryman. Uh, reports out of camps so that him and Darnold have a really good, uh, Connection, good chemistry. Uh, he did really well at the end of last season. Uh, from, like, week 10 till the end of the season, I think he was second in uh, just receiving yards, I believe. Yeah, he had some games last year where he shouldn't flash his, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, and really, like, he did that with a stack receiving core. Well, I mean, uh, Chris Godwin was out uh, some of the time he was in. Mike Evans was out mm-hmm. part of the time he was in. But, I mean... That just means the focus is more on him. It's more impressive, actually. Uh, and he also had Jameis Winston throwing him the ball, which isn't always accurate. So, and now he's the maybe the lead guy in New York, so I'm excited to see him. See, I mean, I almost wish the Buccaneers would have signed him. He was a first-round pick, wasn't he? I think so. For the Ravens? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah give me your breakout. Breakout, uh, Chris Herndon, tight end. Okay, I like that. So he was suspended last year at the end of the year, and I think he dealt with some injuries. And Ryan Griffin came in. And Ryan Griffin had, I think, five touchdowns, and I can't remember how many games. It was a respectable season. Yeah, it was. But, you know, like, let's say Herndon wasn't suspended, was healthy. It could have been him getting those touchdowns. He started in week one. Yeah, it could have been him, you know, getting those touchdowns, getting those catches. And, you know, I'm pretty high on him. I know a lot of other people are... High on him. They say he's either a boomer, bust type of player. But, I mean, I could see him booming. Okay. We'll see. Now, would you rank him the best tight end in the AFC East? Uh, let me look at the list. Is he better than Mike Isecki? Uh I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. That's a weak tight end. Yeah, it is. He's got, what, Devin Knox for the Bills. Yeah. Mike Busaki, Pats. Yeah, I don't even know. They're down on tight ends. They drafted two this previous draft, so. He might be, honestly. Oh. What's crazy is him and um, David Njoku are on the same college team. Really? Njoku, obviously a first-round pick. It'll be interesting to see if um, Chris Herndon ends up being a better pro than Njoku. That is interesting. Could be bold. All right. There's our AFC East. Let's go to AFC North. All right. Let's start out with uh, the reigning division champs, Ravens. Give me your breakout. Breakout, uh, Chuck Clark, safety. Okay. Out of Virginia Tech he's a young guy. He's the guy that uh, actually got in the fight with Earl Thomas. Mm-hmm. That led to Earl Thomas' release. I know we talked about that in the last podcast. But I think Chuck Clark's a guy, you know, a young guy. On a rookie deal, uh, apparently He's playing it kind really of put, well, kind of just pushed Earl Thomas out. Like that made it a pretty easy transition to have him released. And they're saying like usually a younger player would never do that to an established veteran like Earl Thomas. Mm-hmm. And obviously there'd be a problem there. Like Chuck Clark, I mean from his reaction knew what was going on, and him and Earl Thomas got in that fight. I just don't think Earl Thomas is meshing well. And I know the Ravens are really high on Chuck Clark. Um, he could be one of those guys, you know, comes in. I don't know if he's a second round pick last year, third round pick. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think he's got a promising season ahead of him. Is he a week one starter? Oh, for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, my breakout is Miles Boykin. Uh, he was a rookie last year, same time as uh, Hollywood Brown. But Ravens need that uh, wide receiver, too. Uh, he's got that year under his belt now. He's got more chemistry with Lamar Jackson, who could become more of a thrower this season. Uh, Very well, could be. Yeah, and uh, I mean, honestly, I'm thinking he gets more catches than Hollywood Brown just because Hollywood Brown's such a big play guy. Yeah, Miles Boykin's going to be like uh, in between the lo- or yeah, in between the numbers type of receiver. So I'm really excited to see him uh, break out. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that too. I know they were high on him last year, and yeah. All right, give me your bust. Bust. I had Mark Ingram. I also had Mark Ingram. Um, I'm sure we're on the same page here, but I just think like them <laughs> drafting J.K. Dobbins is a sign. Yeah, I mean, we well, even like they couldn't pass up on him. First of all, that's too good of a talent to be there for like a high-powered offense. Like match that. him with Lamar Jackson. Exactly, and I think you know Ingram might start the year, but I think Dobbins is too good to leave on the sidelines. Yeah, and I think he's going to be you know taking away touches like. A little more every game, you know. I think eventually it's just going to be Dobbins getting the bulk of the carries. And Ingram, I've always liked Mark Ingram, but he's getting older. He's had some injuries. I mean, if he gets banged up again this year and Dobbins comes in and, you know, excels in that system, I think you might see him go with Dobbins. Yeah. Um, I was thinking the exact same thing. Um, Mark Ingram's 31 years old. He uh, got hurt at the end of last season after the wear and tear they draft J.K. Dobbins. Gus Edwards uh, was more efficient with his carries. I think it's, if anything, he's just not the lead back, and it's a very, very split uh, backfield. Yeah, I could see that. I do see Mark Ingram being a pro about it, too, and, you know, taking Dobbins under his wing. And, yeah. Because Ingram, know, like, Ingram won the highest men, had a great NFL career. You know, I think he'll, he'll give, you, you know, he respects the game. Yeah. He's going to give back to Dobbins, and, it's a good situation to have, really. Yeah, he seems like a real pro. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the Steelers, who just missed the playoffs uh, barely. Uh, give me a breakout, James Conner. James Conner, okay. I know, we'll like everyone's, that. yeah, everyone's high on him. Always, like, been high on him. He's, you know, second round pick usually fantasy wise. Uh, mm-hmm. Good running back, but I think people are still sleeping on him. Well, now are they sleeping on him or are they doubting him just because of the injuries and uh, reports that uh, Benny Snell could steal carries? Uh, I heard Jalen Samuels actually might get released. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. That's big yeah, too. Like, you know, it's yeah. I agree with you on that. And I do think like so. Before Connor got hurt last year, he was on pace for. Oh, he's on pace for the rushing title. Really? Yeah, he's on pace for like fifteen hundred yards, fourteen hundred, oh. somewhere in there. Um, X amount of touchdowns, you know, it's quite a few.
1: Connor's and a, go- a good receiving back. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. And if he stays healthy, he's going to put up big numbers, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's a big thing if he stays healthy because Mike Tomlin does do uh, – uh, what? what's the word for it? Um, cow work- – Cowbell. Workhorse. Yeah, cowbells. Like what we saw with Le'Veon Bell. Now he excelled under Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. James Conner can do the same exact thing, I think. Oh, he did when uh, Le'Veon Bell sat out. I know, and that's if he didn't get injured. I mean, it'd be a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Like fantasy football wise, James Conner would probably be middle of the first round pick. It's even before James Conner if he doesn't get hurt last year, or not uh, James Conner, uh, Dalvin Cook or I, I'd say so. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Who's your breakout? Oh, yeah. Uh, My breakout is Eric Ebron. It's hard to put him as a breakout just because of the year he had, like two years ago where he led in receiving touchdowns. Uh, But a lot of people still not paying him much respect. Uh, But reports from camp says Eric Ebron looks good. He looks good with a new Big Ben who's looking good. I think it could be a perfect fit. Oh, I do too. I mean, I'm going back to fantasy football again. I mean, me and you both enjoy it. But if you're drafting fantasy football, you get him in the late rounds. I definitely would do it. Yeah. I mean, why not talk about fantasy football? Drafts are coming up. If we can help someone uh, get that sleeper, let's do it. And that definitely is a sleeper. Yeah. Uh, Bust. Bust, James Washington. Uh, I don't know if you classify him as a bust because he really hasn't lived up to his potential. Yeah. But, you know, people are still believing him a little bit. Yeah, I think after this year, it's probably just going to be, I don't know, the kibosh to that. Yeah, he's kind of like the, uh, uh, let me uh, think about it, kind of like a D.D. Westbrook. There's so much hype for him every year. Mm-hmm. He's going to get the uh, catches, he's going to get the touchdowns, and then they just never live up to it. Not saying D.D. Westbrook's bad, just saying like, there's always a new uh, wide receiver that emerges. Been, uh Juju the year before that. Uh, this year it was Deontay Johnson. I could be biased because I was actually pretty high on James Washington last year. Mm-hmm. And then obviously didn't pan out to what I expected. And I just, I don't see it happening again. See, as a rookie even, he was drafted pretty high, wasn't he? Second round. Yeah, that's a pretty high draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially for uh, Steelers that uh, usually pick really good wide receivers. Yeah, they're notorious for, like, developing receivers. Like, mm-hmm. Look at Antonio Brown, I'm a six-round pick. Yeah. yeah. A lot of guys, they bring in late rounds, you know, yeah. you don't expect to be good. I totally agree. All right, you ready for this bust? Let's hear it. I got Joe Hayden, quarterback. Cornerback. Uh, 31 years old, will be facing some elite wide receivers in the division and just uh, the AFC around. And uh, I'm just projecting a slide. He was a pro bowler last year. I just think... Uh, one, he's going to be overshadowed by all the defensive talent on the Steelers. But also, I just don't think... I think that uh, age catches up to him or wear and tear. I mean, he's dealt with injuries. That's why the Cleveland Browns moved on from him. So, Who do they have playing corner besides him? I don't know. I... Uh, the Steelers? Yeah. They have... Oh, it's not Artie Burns. He, uh, he went, to went the away. Bears. It's Steven else. Nelson. Yeah, someone else is pretty good. Yeah, Steven Nelson is their other cornerback. And he's good too. Yeah, he is. It's a good young defense. Yeah. All right, we got anything else to say about the Steelers? Um just be interesting to see how uh Big Ben recovers and Well, yeah. I know their defense is going to be good, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm excited to see him. Tough division too. Very tough. Underratedly tough. Yeah, you can good. say the Browns aren't that good. You can say the yeah. Bengals are going to suck. but Yeah, in our playoff prediction, we both had the Browns, Steelers, and Ravens making the playoffs. And then uh, Joe had the Bengals making the playoffs. So. And honestly, I could see the Bengals somehow doing good. I don't know. That is bold. All right, let's get to uh, the Browns, though. Uh, breakout, what do you have? Baker Mayfield. All right, we're on the same page. I mean, poor year last year, but... That's a tough situation. I mean, you come in as a rookie, you're under a coaching staff, you learn under them, you're trying to figure everything out. They hire Freddie Kitchens, which was the intern offensive coordinator, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming they still ran. I still wanted Greg Williams to be head coach. Yeah, I like that I too. thought he earned it. I understand pub, or publicity-wise why he wasn't named it. Yeah, but obviously we saw last year they hired Freddie Kitchens. Not the right choice. That... Did not help Baker either. I mean, that was – almost feel bad for the guy. Like, that is a shitty situation to be in for Baker, a yeah. head coach like that. But I think this year with Kevin Stefanski, it's a fresh start for him. We saw what Stefanski did of Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I mean, Baker's got weapons around him. Kirk it. Cousins never looked more efficient or better. No. And Baker has so much more potential than Cousins. Mm-hmm. I mean – who knows? I think Baker will light the world on fire. Yep. And I want to get this straight. Yes, Baker is cocky. Yes, he's got an attitude or he looks bad and stuff. He might say stupid shit. But he has that, like, winning mentality. He has the where, it factor. Yeah. He, he will do whatever it takes to win. Uh, no, no other Cleveland Brown that they've drafted had that. And uh, I think he's personally taken it upon himself to make it right, to make Everyone around him look good, even if it doesn't mean like he's in the s- star role. Yeah. Well, like what you said about being cock- like cocky or whatever. I think some, that's good. Sometimes that is a, a factor. I think Just that's knowing you're better like than everyone else. Yeah, that's and, why I like him. And really, that fits Cleveland Browns perfectly. Mm-hmm. The dog pound, you know? They need a dude that's gonna take over Cleveland. I wouldn't be surprised in five years down the road if Baker Mayfield's an MVP at some point. I like him. Yeah, now they got a bunch of defensive uh, playmakers set up. They got the all the offensive weapons he needs. Honestly, they dressed their line this year by signing uh, Jack Conklin, yeah, uh, the they, drafting uh, Willis, Cedric yeah. Willis. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, this is basically if it's going to happen, it's got to be this year. Uh, and I almost said Nick Chubb, but Nick Chubb's been good. I just think he's going to have a break. Be close to uh, the rushing title year because of uh, Stepanski's offense. But I didn't put him down there just because he's already been established. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me your bust. My bust actually was Nick Chubb. Oh. All right. Tell I like Nick Chubb it. a lot. I like his play style, but I think Cream Hunt sitting behind him is going to take away some touches. I think we're going to see more and more Kareem Hunt as the year goes on. Really? I'm not saying Nick Chubb's. Gonna have a shitty year. I'm just saying, he's not gonna be like the type of player people are thinking he might be. Like a 400 or er, 1400 uh, yard rusher. Yeah, because I just think Cream Hunt's too good of a player to not see the field. Yeah. And I think you know it's gonna work out well for both of them. I mean, it's gonna help Nick Chubb because he's not gonna be getting beat down so much. Mm-hmm. But I think Cream. He'll Hunt's, be able to earn that big contract. Yeah, I think so. But Cream Hunt's, you know, he's gonna see the field a lot more than people think. Especially like passing downs, Kareem Hunt's good out of the backfield. He's amazing. Who Um, knows? We could see him both in the field at the same time. Yeah. Once he came back after uh, what was it, Week Nine? He yeah, he looked good. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Just because Stefanski came uh, and Dalvin Cook was that workhorse, I kind of thought that Nick Chubb would probably take over that too. But you're right, Kareem Hunt is too talented to stay off the field. And it's no knock to Nick Chubb at all. No, like no. His he's, play he's one of the best. I'm not saying he's a bust player. I'm just saying like the expectations for the season might not be as high as what people are thinking. All right, give it to me fantasy terms. He's getting picked like 8, 9, 10. Uh, where do you think, uh, in a redraft, like at the end of the season, where would he go? Um, I'm going to go bottom half, second round, early third round. Okay. And I think Kareem Hunt will be... Fourth-round pick, maybe. Yeah. Put it up, like, production, like Leonard Fournette or something. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't draft him in the fourth round at the start of the year just because we don't know. Yeah. You've got to be safe about it. Yeah. He's but. a good uh, seventh-round, maybe flex. Yeah, but if you want to pair them two, if you draft Chubb, maybe draft Kareem Hunt. Yeah. yeah you can play them both. I still, th- I think they'll put up good numbers each game together. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, my bust was Austin Hooper. Uh, not saying he's, he's bad, not saying, uh, Nujoku's going to outperform him, but for $10 million a year, I think he's going to disappoint, and, uh, I don't think he's what the Browns needed. I don't either. So, I think they should have spent their money elsewhere. They yeah. should have... O-line or defense. Yeah, they should have signed, I mean, they got the two tackles, but maybe brought in a guard mm-hmm. or center. Defense, they could have brought in a linebacker, maybe yeah. another corner, um another D-lineman, you can't have too many D-linemen. I just don't think that was the right move to spend their money, especially when they could have, like, signed maybe not a tight end as good as Hooper, but someone average, and you could have paid him way less. And I understand, uh, oh, no, I actually, I would understand if they did a two-year $20 million, but with so many young guys going to need a contract, are you really going to let one of them go because you signed Austin Hooper for $10 million? Yeah, because they're going to have to re-sign Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward, Denzel Ward, Baker Mayfield. They're going to have to try and keep uh, Landry and Odell. Uh, they just signed Miles Garrett, so that's another cap hit in the future. Uh, Jarek Willis got his rookie contract. Jack Conklin has a four-year deal. I mean, there's a lot of, well, uh, I just don't think it was the right move, and I think he's going to be disappointing. With that, they're going to have to draft ex- way better than they ever have before. Yeah. Because obviously... They've hit and they've missed under draft picks. Hit more recently. Yeah, recently doing well. Previous years. New management, though. I mean, it's looking good, even like under old Hugh. And it definitely helps once you find your quarterback so you're not wasting second, first-round picks on trying to find that quarterback. That way you can just focus on needs and best available. Uh, All right, let's go to the Bengals before we take a break. All right, break out. Sam Hubbard, defensive end. I, I like that one. Out of Ohio State, um, shown flashes. DNU. Overshadowed by the Bosa's when he played at Ohio State. Yeah. Solid player. Yeah, he, he uh, came out a lot last year, and he did well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that pick. Uh, my breakout was Tyler Boyd. Uh, he's put up good numbers throughout the years that he's been in, uh, and with the attention on A.J. Green on uh, potentially John Ross being that deep threat. T. Higgins, um, I think Boyd has a big year. I do, too. Honestly, I thought about putting, uh, well, I considered Boyd or John Ross even. as a breakout for me. Yeah, I didn't know whether John Ross, because one, injuries. uh, Two, he's dealing with some family stuff. Yep. So I don't even know if he's going to be on the team uh, to start the year. So Uh, give me your bust hate to say it, but I had A.J. Green as my bus. Yeah, I was thinking about him. Hasn't played meaningful snaps in a couple years now. Oh, yeah. They've always been dog shit. I mean, he's been, obviously been a great player. If he would have been stayed healthy, potentially a Hall of Fame player. Well, he could, still could be. Yeah, he very well could be, but you know, everyone still thinks he's kind of the superstar he is. And I think he's still a good player, but I just 32 years old with his injury history. It's not going to be what people are. Rookie quarterback, to. Even though Joe Burrows um, just came off an amazing season. Let me say this, though. I will say he will help Joe Burrow tremendously. But he's just not going to put up the numbers like old A.J. Green would put up. Mm -hmm. He's still going to be a solid player. I know I said this about a lot of my bust, but where I'm going with this is like, you know, it's kind of a bust to an extent, like people's expectations. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that. Uh, my bust is Mike Daniels. Mm. Uh, Iowa fans. Completely agree with that. I'm He's sorry. Been kind of. Yeah. Ever since he left the Packers, you've seen the play drop. You've seen even just teams don't want him. They release him. Yeah. Uh, and I do think Mike Daniels is talented. I'm sorry, Hawkeye fans. Uh, I know we have a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think uh, Cincinnati changes anything. I don't think he makes a big impact. No, especially their D-line. They got DJ Reader. Yep, they have... Potentially uh, could G- break out, too. Uh, Geno Adkins, um, Carlos Dunlap. Sam Hubbard. Yeah. Is he even going to start? He's not going to start. No. Yeah. I mean, he'll be a good rotation player. Yeah. But, I mean... That's his best role is going to be coming in yeah. off the bench, you know, when a guy needs a rest. Yeah, to expect anything more, is just not going to happen. Alright, we will take a break here And uh, we'll get to the AFC West And AFC South uh, Break out the bus Stay tuned And we're back And we're back, bitches We're taking over uh, Joe's uh, thing Bush Bush. This podcast is not sponsored by Bushlight But it'd be really cool if it was Because this podcast is fueled by Bushlight It really is Uh, So we just got done with uh, the AFC North and AFC uh, East. Now we are on to our breakouts and busts of the AFC West and AFC South. Let's go with our uh, defending Super Bowl champions, the Chiefs. Give me your breakout. McCool Harvin. All right, I had the same thing. Give me uh, your reasoning. Uh, I think he shone flashes last year Of. of how good of a playmaker he is. I think he takes the next step. Now, what round was he picked? Second round. Second round? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought it was a little bit later. Nope, second round. He was an outstanding college player, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Andy Reid definitely has... Maybe that's why Travis Kelsey got the extension, and Tyreek Hill might be... That's the the thing. I think McCall Hardman, he's going to take away, like, some of Hill's, like, potential roles, you know. And Hardman's a guy, you can move him around. You can... I mean, potentially line him up in the backfield. You can run, you know, fun, like really just fun plays to watch with Hardman because he's such a good athlete. I mean, you can move him anywhere on the field. Obviously, he can return the ball. He's a Pro Bowl returner, I think, mm-hmm. or was elected. Obviously, he didn't play in the Pro Bowl because they're in the Super Bowl. But a very similar player to Tyreek Hill, and it just adds another, you know, that Kansas City offense. Yeah, and another weapon. tension's going to be on Kelsey and Hill, so. And it's just going to open him up. Yeah. Him and Watkins. I do believe Watkins could potentially break out, too. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so, yeah, that was my breakout. Give me your bust. Bust, Harry Kill. Okay. Kind of the same reasons I just mentioned about um, Hardman. Uh, Hill just pulled his hammy. Yeah. Hammy yeah, A lingering injury. Not good for, you know, speedsters. sprinters. Speedsters like that. You know, and Hardman... He's kind of, I mean, he's shown flashes last year, like I said. I think, really, he could be Tyreek Hill 2.0. Maybe not as fast and elusive. But the other thing is, the Chiefs, they're going to have to pay Hill. I mean, this year, probably. Mm -hmm. I think he might be a free agent next year. He is, yeah. So, I kind of think they want to see what they can do with Hardman, if he can fill... Hill's role. You're saying Hardman might be the uh, go-to downfield just to uh, test out. I mean, why not if you're the Chiefs? They'll see what they can do with him. Obviously, they still have Hill under contract this year. They're going to do everything they can to use him. But I do think the Chiefs don't want to pay Hill that big contract. Yeah, and he will get a big one. I mean, before, like, whatever happened in the offseason of Hill – the, there was talks of Hill's agent and the Chiefs negotiating the biggest wide receiver contract ever. Yeah. Do Obviously all that put got put on hold. Do you think it's bigger uh, now than uh, it would be then? Because Michael Thomas got a deal. Yeah, it was Ulo after Jones. Thomas got his deal. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. So it would have been over $100 million, probably. Because mm. Thomas got, I think, five year $100 million. Yeah. Well deserved. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my bust was uh, Bashad Breeland. Uh Chiefs lost uh, Kendall Fuller. Uh, they're going to have a lot of pass attempts against them because teams are going to be down against him. And uh, he's going to be the number one corner. Not sure uh, he's up for it because he's going to be facing uh, Keenan Allen two, uh, two times a year. He's going to be facing Henry Ruggs two times a year. Not sure how big of a challenge that will be. Um, we'll see. Uh, going to be facing Corlin Sutton or Jerry Judy. Yeah, I mean, that whole Broncos... That's some tough matchups. Yeah. So, granted, he is a good cornerback, uh, just not sure he's number one. It's a lot of good receivers in that vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's get to the Chargers now, your breakout. Drew Tranquil, he's a linebacker out of Notre Dame. I think he's a second- or third-year player. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to tell me about him, because I have no idea who that is. All right, last year, I mean, so at Notre Dame, he was a safety he dealt with a lot of injuries. Um, he might have two ACL tears at Notre Dame, but it was like an All American player at one point there. Yeah. Uh, last year in the draft, could have been two years ago. I'm not sure if he's second year or third year, but fell middle like third or fourth round. Chargers grabbed him, and I know last year like he played quite a bit. I think he had 60, 70 some tackles, and he's an athletic linebacker. I mean, yeah. converted safety. A lot of people are on high, or a lot of people are high on him. Um, I have saw multiple articles of saying uh, Tranquil could be a potential surprise for the Chargers defense. To pair him with Kenneth Murray, might be a dark horse linebacking core on an already stacked defense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if he pops off, that's a really good defense. Uh, my breakout was uh, Tyrod Taylor. Not sure he qualifies. I mean, he's never been top of his position. But I put him here because I feel like people doubt him all right he led the bills to uh one if not two postseason one before mcdermott got there when it was uh what's his name uh rex ryan rex ryan and that was not a good bills team rex ryan deserves a coaching job but he does uh, uh but yeah Tyro taylor's gonna do enough i heard justin herbert does look good in camp but Tyrod taylor is definitely more than qualified to uh lead this team, and possibly lead them to the playoffs. I completely agree. And, like, from what I've heard, like, Tyrod Taylor's a hell of a leader. Yeah. They said he's the first one in the building, last one out. Um, I mean, he puts in his work. He makes sure everyone else is accountable. You know, I like what I – I mean, he looked good for the Bills, really. He's athletic quarterback and make throws. I just don't think he's got his chance, and I think – Anthony Lynn believes in him. He does. And I think, like – Having him start the whole season, play the whole season, regardless of what the record would be, mm-hmm. would be the best situation Justin Herbert could be put in. Yeah. Because you see how you put in young quarterbacks once in a while and it doesn't work out. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Honestly, if I'm making a prediction right now, Tyrod Taylor might be not be voted to uh, the Pro Bowl, like, um, first thing, but he could very well be a reserve uh, replacing a guy that's, was either in the AFC Championship or going to the Super Bowl? I think so too. And really, it's a fresh start for the Chargers' offense. See, mm-hmm. I mean, Philip Rivers is a great quarterback. I'm a Colts fan. I'm happy to have Philip in Indianapolis, but Tyrod Taylor is a completely different player. Same with uh, Melvin Gordon. He was there for a while. Now we're getting to see of uh, Eckler getting a full workload. It's almost a fresh start for him. Mm-hmm. Well, usually may- sometimes a fresh start, it's better than yeah. anything. Hunter Henry gets a fresh start, see if he can uh, do a little bit better. Uh, Mike Williams gets a fresh start. I don't know. All the potential there Mike Williams, too. It just depends. Yeah, maybe flashes. he's going to work better with Tyrod than he did with Rivers. And he very well could because, really, it's going to be less pressure for him. Mm-hmm. So, Philip, you have that pressure because he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, yeah, and that and uh, he had a deep connection with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen got a lot of targets. So... Um, yeah, I went through your uh, breakout, give me your bust. Austin Eckler. Oh. I think people are a little bit too high on him. Now, are we saying this for fantasy purposes or just overall? Overall. Okay. Obviously, catch the ball in the backfield. Great at that. Great at the role he carved out. Well, that's good for a third down back. It is. I know he played well like when Gordon was out and he was the number one guy, but can he do that? throughout a whole season. And stay healthy with the amount of touches he's going to get. Yeah, that's the risk. It is. That's why I put him as my bust. Cuz I mean, I'm who, just not completely sold on him. Who's a guy that's like lost their uh star running back and then uh failed to, uh, well, The one that just actually came to my mind is uh Frank Gore when he was at uh the 49ers. They let him go. Carlos Hyde took the reins he wasn't as good. Carlos Hyde had some good, uh, um, like, uh, fill-in carries. But once he got the leaves tough, injuries happened. Realized he wasn't that good. And I was super high on Carlos Hyde. Yeah. Another one that came to mind, this isn't as drastic, but Kamara and Mark Ingram. Mm, yeah. We saw Kamara blow up that first year. Ingram left. Kamara still had a decent year, but not what people expected. Yeah. And he I like think he did he deal with some injuries last year too? Yeah, Kamara did. He missed a couple games. Latavius Murray came in. Yeah. But I mean it's I don't know, it's a lot of pressure and Yeah. I just I'm not completely sold. I could be wrong, but it's a lot. And really they don't have a proven guy behind them either, as a backup. No, they don't. Justin Jackson? Justin Jackson and uh Joshua Kelly. Yeah, I mean you got a rookie and you got a guy that's Never took advantage of his opportunities. Not at all. I mean... Yeah, Justin Jack- Jackson's out of Notre Dame, right? I think so, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I totally agree. Uh, my bust is Melvin Ingram. Uh, skipping team activities... I mean, he's there. He's just not participating. Uh, with age, he's uh, in his 30s now. Contract. It's his contract year. Um, and usually, I mean... If, you're doing this stuff on a contract year, doesn't look good. Um, he's got a lot of playmakers around him that's going to steal stats. So I don't think it adds up to his usual production. I think he's a hell of a player. I really like the Chargers defense, basically everyone. But, uh, yeah, Melvin Ingram, I don't see, yeah. I mean, I, we, I, think, we kind of, I think we kind of saw it last year too as, Yeah. uh slide in production. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of just, of a downhill slide, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything to add to the Chargers? No, I'm just excited to see how Mike the Williams, offense plays. Mike Williams was almost my breakout because I was excited to see how he does with the new quarterback. Defense, I'm sold on the defense. That's the top five defense in my mind. Mm-hmm. If the offense plays well, who knows? They could give the Chiefs a run for their money. Ooh-hoo. I like it. All right, let's go to the Raiders, one of the more interesting teams that uh, we talk about. Uh, give me your breakout. Cleveland Farrell. Really? Drafted number four overall last year for a reason. Obviously didn't show flashes last year. I mean, he showed some flashes, but no indication that he is worthy of that top five pick. Yeah. But, you know, I do believe they drafted him for a reason. Yeah. And a lot of that reason was locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, he's a standout guy. Yeah. Stand-up guy. Especially uh, the way that the Raiders blew it up. Getting guys like that. Um, I, I can't remember who it was. It might have been the Colts GM uh, that said, yeah, you could get the most talented guy, but you need a guy that comes in, fits with the locker room, uh, brings a leadership mentality into it. That could be him. And uh, I honestly think that helps uh, with production on the field, too. Uh, coaches want you to succeed. Your coordinator wants you to succeed. Your uh, teammates want you to yeah. yeah, the teammates, they rally around you. You know They love you. You're the guy. You're a good teammate. You're a good friend. Someone like that is what you need. And right. even if he was you know, overdrafted, if he can just be that guy on your team that you know brings everyone together and still could make plays, I mean, yeah. that's what you want. I almost – kinda wonder though if they could have gotten a better prospect at number four, got Farrell with uh whatever the Josh Jacobs pick was, and then picked Josh Jacobs with that next pick that they picked uh, Jonathan Abram. Yeah. I don't think Jonathan Abram was gonna I mean they could have he could've fell to their second round pick. He very well could have. That's just you know what I'm saying. They dr- they had to draft him for a reason. Well they're picking these guys for their system. Yeah, they are. We didn't see the signs last year. but Like Henry Ruggs uh, instead of Jerry Judy or CeeDee Lamb. There's a reason Henry Ruggs that was. That surprised everyone, I think. surprised yeah. me and you. Definitely. All right, I'll get to uh, my breakout. I did think about uh, Max Crosby. Uh, he looked good as a rookie, fourth-round yeah. rookie. Uh, but I went with Hunter Renfro. Uh, when he was healthy last season, when he uh, got opportunities to play with Carr, he – he stole a lot of carries from uh, Darren Waller, and uh, he kind of fits the car's like conservative style. It reminds me of a Julian Edelman, Wes Welker. Yeah, Wes Welker is a good comparison. That's kind of what I saw in his play style. Yeah. Um, he's a good slot guy. Um, Very well could have been underdrafted because you saw the success he had at Clemson. Yeah. And that's the bat- top two programs last six, Five, seven Five years, year, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I I, I do uh, believe in Hunter Renfro. Uh, Give me your bust. My bust, I had Trent Brown. Talked about it kind of earlier. Yeah. Give him a huge deal. Yeah, he's a starting player, but is he worthy of that huge contract he got? No. And he was supposed to play left tackle, and I'm pretty sure they moved him to right tackle. Yeah. And, I mean, he might be the weak spot on that Raiders Uh, O-line because they got uh, Rodney Hudson, they got uh, Richie Incognito, shout out Joe, Nebraska boy. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's a good O-line, just, I totally agree with the pick. Uh, My bust, stay with me on this one, guys, Darren Waller, Uh, basically the same thing for the breakout. Hunter Renfro, when he's healthy and he's in there at the same time as Waller, uh, he steals targets away. Plus, uh, Darren Waller, not a big red zone threat. Uh, I think he might have had, like, two or three touchdowns last year. Oh, that's it? Yeah, I think his backup tight end got more looks than he did. I mean, obviously, uh, he was the main target, so that's who they're double-teaming in the red zone. Another thing, uh, Foster Moreau, is he the backup tight end? Yep. he's a rookie last year. He looked pretty good, I thought, and opportunities he got. Yeah, uh, I think that was the guy that got more touchdowns than he did and Waller, I mean, he broke out late. So, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. At least he broke out, but he's kind he, of older too. Yeah, you know, he's 28 or 29. And you got to wonder if it was just a fluke. That's the thing. We'll see. I mean, it very well could be. Yeah. Uh, would anything to add to the Raiders? No, I just I don't know. I'm not very high on the Raiders, to be quite frank yeah oh, I'm very excited especially with all their defensive uh additions they added a lot of pieces and uh you're right that they might not be high uh this year but if they keep all these players if they uh keep doing well with their draft picks could definitely be a good team in the future so what happens let's say gruden has two or three bad years i think they ship them out or you think they just What would you constitute bad years? Not making playoffs. No. Especially if there's growth. Or maybe they're waiting for that right uh, quarterback fit. Because, I mean, there's always discussion about whether Carr, John Gruden's the right fit. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Marcus Mariota at some point in the year. If Carr doesn't play well. Totally agree. John Gruden was super high on Marcus Mariota coming out of college. When Gruden was doing his, you know, Gruden quarterback. And Justin Camp... He said Marcus Mariota looks better than he ever played in the NFL. So and Mariota could still be a good quarterback. Maybe he just didn't fit Tennessee's system, what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally that's another do. thing I'm kind of excited to see. I mean that I'm not going to say it's a quarterback battle because obviously Derek is going to be starting. But mm-hmm. if he doesn't play well, I mean who knows? Yeah, definitely. All right, we are done with the AFC West. We are on to our last division. Uh, we do Broncos. Oh, no, we didn't do Broncos. Good call. All right. <laughs> we are doing the Denver Broncos. Uh, ah, give geez, me a breakout. Jacob. My breakout for the Broncos? All right, first of all, I want to clarify. Bron, The Broncos are the team I'm most excited about this year going into the season. Why is that? All the weapons they've added. Yeah? I mean, it's crazy. They have so many young players. Bring in Melvin Gordon. I don't know who he'll do, but then you got Philip Lindsey. Drew Locke. I mean... Some people are super high on him, some people think he's dog shit. I'm yeah. middle of the road. I am too. I sent you that deal about uh MVP or uh, yeah, M V P gambling. Yeah, he was the most uh him and Kyler Murray were the most uh betted for M V P this season. Which is crazy. And I'll go in uh, my breakout player is Drew Locke. Okay. Yeah. All those weapons they've been, you know, putting around him. You got Colton Sutton who looks like could be a pro bowl receiver. Yeah. I mean, maybe a superstar, potentially. Last year, you draft Noah Fant in the first round. Shown flashes. Maybe not what they expected. But I think he'll take the next step. And then you draft two receivers in the first two rounds this year with uh, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. Yeah. That's exciting, too. O-line, average O-line, I'm pretty sure. I mean. Probably subpar. Subpar. I mean, they got a couple good players on that. I know they drafted a guy to Kansas State last year in the second round. Yeah. Who was... They're pretty high on him. Bring in Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay there, I'm excited to see what Drew Locke can do. Yeah, he definitely has the weapons around him. All right, I'll give you my breakout. I got Bradley Chubb mm-hmm. uh, out last year with uh, the ACL, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he stays healthy, but uh, that defense needs him. Chris Harris is gone, uh, and him and, him and uh, Von Miller on the outside, whew. I mean, definitely attention's gonna be on Von Miller. Bradley Chubb could have a crazy season. Like Shaq Barrett type season. So yeah. and having two addressers like that, I mean Yeah, you need good players at everywhere else, but if you have two guys rushing the quarterback on each edge that can get to the quarterback every time, I mean shit. Yeah. Your players really have to be that good at other spots. If yeah. the quarterback's thrown under pressure. Look every- at the Colts when uh they had uh Freenia Mathis? Yeah. Deadly combo. Deadly. All right, give me your bust, Rhea. You, huh? Melvin Gordon. I also had Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay's still there, which I, I I don't understand the signing of it. I didn't understand it then, don't understand it now. Uh, sketchy O-line and just his overall play style. It doesn't mesh well with the bad O-line. And really, like, did he, he ever do super good at the Chargers? No. I mean, he had only, like, a couple years, he averaged, like, three yards a carry. Yeah. Uh, his rookie year, I think he did well, just no touchdowns. Then after that, it was pretty inefficient, but got better touchdowns. He had one year where he had quite a few touchdowns, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and he, from what I've heard, like, yeah. Lindsay's looking good in camp. He's probably pissed off. I'd be, too. Um. Yeah, it's not like Melvin Gordon's going to get the third down work. No Hell, he might not even get the goal line work. Lindsey's scrappy. Lindsey is a little guy, though. I don't know if he'll... Well, I think he was a uh, goal line dude over uh, Royce Freeman. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited. To, or I, I'm just not a big uh, Melvin Gordon fan. Never have been. Oh, I mean, he's a good player. He did great at Wisconsin. He did his work in uh, L.A. Just, I don't know. I'm not on. Not on the train? Not on the train. He really uh, screwed himself over in L.A. Yeah. Holding out. They would have gave him a contract, like, bigger than what he got in Denver. Yeah. He's not just, what he wanted, but. He signed a two-year, $16 million. Yep. Yeah. I mean, L.A. would have paid him probably. $10 mil. Yeah, a year. Yeah. He shouldn't have out, held out. Yeah. All right. Now we are done with the AFC East. Let's get to the AFC South. All right, let's go with the uh, reigning champs there, the Texans. Give me a breakout. Will Fuller. I had the same thing. Uh, Hopkins gone. The bigger role for Fuller. The only thing is that Fuller can stay healthy. Yeah. Because every year he's been in the league, he's dealt with injuries. And he has all the potential in the world. He really does. He's an exciting player. I mean, four three forty coming out in the combine. Uh, taller, six six one. I mean, and he always gives the glimpse of those things with two hundred yard games. Uh, four last touchdowns. year he had a game, yeah, ridiculous. I mean, and having a quarterback like Watson get him the ball, make him plays. I mean, yeah, especially with Watson's scramble ability, give uh, Will Fuller enough time to uh, beat someone deep. Yeah, just to, like. He's a good route runner. I mean, Watson gets out of the pocket, Fuller can run around, you know, get open. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. Get Fuller on the outside, you know. I'm excited to see it. I just hope he can stay healthy. That's my only concern. Yeah. Yeah, We're on the same page there. Give me your bust. Bust, Randall Cobb. Okay. Thought that was a terrible signing by then. Terrible. M- amount of money they gave him for... Three years? Yeah. Three years, $27 million. Made no sense to me, because he... Didn't show many flashes in Dallas no no he was a safety blanket, but that's not what you want in a guy you're paying nine million a year especially for someone as old as he is. I mean you yeah. he's getting up there in years. Why not you know not sign him maybe address something like your offensive line, your defense uh- Ooh, with that money you kind of signed or gave uh, DeAndre Hopkins more money exactly. Shit, maybe even still moving up Hopkins, you can draft a receiver in the second round. Yeah. Well, I mean, say they keep Hopkins uh, with that Randall Cobb money. They still got Will Fuller, and uh, I don't know. They could have still traded for Brandon Cooks, still had Kenny Stills. Team's still pretty good, and you probably could trade for uh, David Johnson for less. Also, the Brandon Cooks trade, second-round pick. Yep. Why not draft a good receiver in the second round? Denzel Mims. Um, there was a lot of good ones. Chase Claypool. The Colorado receiver. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that went to the Jaguars? Yep. Okay. I heard he's doing good in camp. Uh, all right. And my bust was uh, Brandon Cooks. So we're on the same page a little bit. Uh, concussions hurt a lot. Plus, I think Fuller's going to be the number one wide receiver, number one option. And plus, Cooks is going to fade into a secondary role over the years uh number one guy with the saints number one guy with the patriots uh basically the number one guy in la yeah, yeah he's the main threat cooper cup just uh got the most Satan production it. out of it yeah. uh but yeah brandon cooks is on a downside i'm not too high on him no i agree with that i i think they wasted a second round pick yeah. texans are going to be rams look fucking like geniuses yeah, they're Rams awesome. are geniuses because they fucked themselves over, but now also... they're shredding cap, and... They are. I mean, trading Gurley, trading Cooks. Oh, they release Gurley. Release released Gurley, yeah. I mean, in freed flight. up money, though. Yeah. And then draft some like Cam Akers, I mean... Hard to beat that. Yeah. All right. Nothing else to say about the Texans? They're going to be interesting. Poor management, but yeah. <laughs> Fire Bill O'Brien. You don't even have to fire him as, like, a head coach. Just fire him as GM. Get a real GM in there. I'd say just get a fresh start. You got a quarterback as good as Deshaun Watson. Yeah. You got time. Yeah. Start the rebuild. I think so. Why not? You got a, you they, got your left tackle. You got your quarterback. That's all you need. Yeah. You got an aging star in J.J. Watt. Let's blow it up. Yeah, get him out of there. Trade him for to a contender for some draft capital. I mean. Steelers. Be insane. Bears. Bears. I don't know if they have much draft capital with uh, the Cleo Mac trade. I don't know, but JJ Watt's wife plays for the Bears' uh, women's professional soccer team, or Chicago's professional soccer team for them. Oh. Maybe get JJ over in Chicago. That is interesting. You know, they run a 3 4. JJ's a 3 4 defensive end. I feel like. Cleo Mack, JJ on the same side. That would be insane. Uh, I feel like out of respect for J.J. and all he's done for the franchise. I don't even know if they would trade him. All he's done for Houston. You think he wants to be there anymore, though? (laughs) Probably. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. He'll stick it out. But out of respect, if they were to trade him, he'd be Steelers. Be with his brothers. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right, let's get to uh, the Colts. Uh, Your team, you know all about them. Give me uh, your breakout. Paris Campbell. All right, talk about him. Drafted, second round last year. Uh, Electric playmaker out of Ohio State. Last year, didn't really see him. Dealt with a lot of injuries. I think he had three or four different injuries throughout the year. Yeah, Just really couldn't see the field. I mean, he was hurt the whole time. I think this year he's going to carve out a way bigger role. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I don't know if they're going to work him in the slot. Obviously, he's a deep threat, too, because he can run. But another thing about him is, like, you can utilize him. Like, you can maybe put him in the backfield of Rivers. I mean, Ohio State, he came out of the backfield a He did a everything. Times. Yeah. I mean, the options are limitless. I mean, turn game, maybe. See, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this pick. I think Michael Pittman's the play. No, we said we weren't going to do, like... The play, a, or... Oh, like, uh, we'll have, like, a bigger impact. Oh, because will both be starters. Yeah. But, I mean, we did say, like... Rookie's a weird breakout candidate, and yeah. stuff like that, so we weren't going to put any down. But uh, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't think I believe in Paris Campbell. I mean, he's hurt all last year. How do you know? I'm just trusting my, my old hurt, gut. If he's hurt and he can't play, then how do you have any idea? Yeah, but, I mean, we did see him a little bit. No, not really. A little bit. Not much at all. I guess he also was dealing with uh, Jacoby Brissett, too. Yeah. And what's his name? Oh, Boyer? Uh, Bryant. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trusting my gut on this one. Uh, my breakout with uh, was uh, Anthony Walker. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, great middle linebacker. Uh, definitely gets shadowed by Darius Leonard, but I do think uh, he makes enough plays this season where people are talking about him. Potentially yeah. as a. Uh, one of the next big uh, middle linebackers. Because, I mean, there's not a lot in this league. Uh, no, and he's a guy, 100 tackles last year. Never talked about. No respect. Madden, still 72 rating. Oh. What the fuck is that? I don't know. That's for this upcoming, like, 21? Yeah. Whoa. Maybe 75, 76, still. You think yeah. he'd be at least, like, a high 70s, 80, maybe? i put him, like, maybe 83 Yeah. star development. I don't know, but, yeah. I mean, you know a lot more about him than I do, but stats speak for itself. They do. His play. Uh, Give me your bust. Bust. Jack Doyle. Oh, wow. I did not expect that one. All right. Been riddled with injuries. Obviously shown flashes when Andrew Luck was there, but never crazy. He's never been the main tight end. No, never has. And he's getting older. How old is he? I want to say he's about his 30s now He's not too young I don't know I just I'm also very high on Trey Burton And he's another guy that gets injured a lot That is very weird But he was with Frank Reich in Philadelphia That year they won the Super Bowl And I think Frank Reich brought him in for a reason If Doyle can stay healthy Trey Burton He'll put up good numbers Yeah. What about Trey Burton I just think that's a weird pick. Oh. Well, he's shown flashes. Yeah. Well, I mean, the flashes that he's shown was with the Eagles, and he was back up. Dallas Guard is doing the same thing. I mean, he did well with the Bears when he wasn't hurt. Yeah. 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 He had some pretty good games. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, I'll get to my bust. It's Marlon Mack. Uh, previous thought Mack was going to get most of the... Carries just because it's his last uh, contract year, but Taylor's Taylor's and uh, Colts are kind of like in a win now, if I'm correct. Because I mean they did sign Phillip Rivers to yeah. a two-year deal, so I mean they want to win. Yeah. Um. So I think they might just use Taylor because he's he's probably already the better back. I think so too. I mean, my theory was Marlon Mack was gonna get driven to the ground, let him go. You got Jonathan Taylor there. Well, I mean. Phillip Rivers signing shows that they're going to put the best out there, and it's probably Taylor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they can win now because they have pieces around them, and, you know, Philip retires, whatever happens, happens. Maybe doesn't play well. I mean, you still have young players. You can a mini-rebuild, if that's a thing. Yeah. Maybe get another quarterback, a young quarterback, sign then, someone. They have all those young pieces still, so. Maybe they'll just write it out where they sign veterans for – However long. I don't know. Yeah, Justin Houston was a big uh pickup. Yeah, it was. Alright. Uh you got anything more to add to uh your Colts? No, I'm just excited to see how Rivers plays. I don't know. Do you think uh Rivers will do better? Like, who do you think he would prefer? Uh Jack Doyle or Trey Burton? Toss up, it depends who's hurt. Death <laughs> injury prone. Who's their uh, third tight end? Mo'Ally Cox. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's been hurt, too, I think. Might be dipping in the bag some uh, o linemen be playing. I don't know. Gordon the- Nelson getting some uh, yeah. receiving touchdowns? They brought in a couple uh, young tight ends to we'll work out. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I think Bert- uh, the thing is, Doyle and Burton are completely different players. Yeah. Burton has more of an Eric Ebron aspect. Doyle's more of your typical... You know, multi use tight end where he can block and receive. Let's compare this to like uh, the first thing that came in my mind was uh, Steelers. Heath Miller is more like Jack Doyle. Yep. Kind of like a blocker, but a reliable, like, safety target. Trey Burton's more like uh, the Eric Ebron now. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. I do think, though, if Trey Burton could stay healthy, I think he sleeper tight end fantasy. I guess it's not crazy just because of uh, what Eric Ebron did. Yeah, um, Where Jack Doyle's kind of getting... When they run their two tight end sets, Mm. both thrive. All right, let's get to uh, the Jaguars then. Uh, Give me your breakout. Uh, DJ Chark. All right, tell me about it. Young receiver. A lot of people are high on him, but I think his ceiling is super high. I think he has the potential to be a Pro Bowl level player. Was he not Pro Bowl this year? He might have been, but i mean, multi-year Pro Bowl player. Yeah. It just depends on he came on the, out of nowhere. Yeah, it just depends on the quarterback situation. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think he could, like, replicate it the same way that him and Minshew did it? Because, I mean, Minshew's going to... He's going to throw it. Yeah, he'll throw it to Chark. Chark will be the main guy there. Mm-hmm. Um, if he had, like, let's say if he had a star quarterback... I'd be super high on Shark right now. All right, say he's at the 49ers right now. Not a star quarterback, but, I mean, he's still probably the number one wide receiver. Where does he have better numbers, with Jacksonville or 49ers? Because, um, I mean, I don't know if Jimmy throws enough deep balls to him. I'm still saying he has better numbers in Jacksonville right now, just yeah. because the 49ers are a run-heavy team. Yeah, And also they have George Kittle, who obviously is going to get probably the bulk of the targets. Yeah. So Jacksonville, he's going to put up more numbers. Okay. But it's just not going to be the same impact. I mean, he could have a better impact on the 49ers team because, I mean, it's a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah. I, I mean, he could put up numbers in Jacksonville, but people aren't going to appreciate it as much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel you. Yeah. Uh, my breakout was uh, Josh Allen, linebacker out of uh, Kentucky, rookie oh, yeah. last year. Uh, he dealt with injuries, uh, but one – uh, he's a stud. He is. Two, Porting camp says like uh he looks good. He looks fully healthy. Three, he's going to have so many opportunities to make plays on that defense. He really is. That I think uh I don't know, can a defensive player of the year uh be on a losing like defense or not a very good defense? It has I think we could be, I don't it probably I think has one to be a the Steelers one. guy Should have won last year if the Steelers were a little bit better. Mm. Well, I mean, their defense was really good. But are you saying, like, if the Steelers make the playoffs? If they make the playoffs, maybe. uh, T.J. Watt wins it? Yeah. Watt or Fitzpatrick maybe potentially could win it. It's hard to not give it to Aaron Donald, though. Yeah. Which he won on a team that didn't make the playoffs. That's true. Wait, last year? Or, no. Gilmore won it. Oh, okay. I'm mistaken. Yeah. But, I mean, I think uh, two years ago... Yeah, did they make the playoffs two years ago? Or no? No, they didn't. Because he won it two years in a row, right? Donald yep. did. The one where uh, they went to the Super Bowl the year after, I think. Okay, that sounds about right. Uh, fact check us, guess, yeah, or listeners. Uh, but yeah, Josh Allen could possibly be up there. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, you give us your breakout. Give me your bust. Bust Leonard Fournette. Mm, that saddens me. Why? Not because of your pick, just because it might be true. I know. I The best scenario for Leonard Fournette this year is to get traded somewhere. To the Bucks. Possibly the Bucks, That'd be a good fit, I think. Yeah. Oh, if he went to uh, Seattle, that's that's up their alley. Yeah, he'd fit that system perfectly. Yeah, physical dude, but Downhill still runner. catch it. Yeah. Because, I mean, he had uh, over 50 catches this year, career high. yeah. I mean, he was a workhorse. And he's still a third-year player, fourth-year player? Yes, I think it's his contract year. I think it might be his fifth year now. I mean, he's still fairly young. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously a lot of touches. Yeah. That could hinder... uh, I I don't see him getting a crazy contract by any means. No, and also, uh, even if he doesn't get touches, or uh, doesn't get traded, I'm sorry, uh... I don't think he meshes well with the coaching staff or nope. the GM because, I mean, he's vocal, so. He is vocal. It's just, why is my boss, it's not a good situation right now with, you know, Jaguars kind of blowing up their team. Yeah, it reminds me of just the Le'Veon Bell situation. Running back could be hella good, but if the coach don't like you and uh, um, they kind of want you out, well, your production's not going to be great. That's the thing, it's, and it's hard with a quarterback like Minshew, you know. Yeah. Because Fournette's probably going to be the focal point of the defense, what they're trying to like scheme for. Mhm. mean Minshew, I mean, he made some plays last year, but I don't think defense is going to be too worried about Minshew. Yeah. We're like, hey, if Minshew beats us, Minshew beats us. Yeah, and then they're like, well, Fournette. I mean, Fournette's been good for several years now. Yeah. Uh, my bust was uh, Joe mm. Uh This good is, one. This is more going off, uh, basically, why the hell did they give him that salary <laughs> in a rebuilding defense? Uh, he played well for the Cleveland Browns before he went to the Jacksonville, but uh, he got a big deal. I think it was uh, Fif- four-year, fifty-three million. Yeah, um, doesn't make sense at all. No, oh. uh, and I don't think he's going to change anything on that defense. Uh, they were bad before he came. They're still going to be bad. Yep. They have a lot of young pieces. I don't really know how uh, old Joe Schobert is, but. He's still fairly young. Miles Jack is still young. Mm-hmm. Those are yeah, two really good middle, middle linebackers. Yeah, that's also the thing. Why Why are you putting a guy that Miles Jack. I don't know. Really, their linebacking core, though, I think they switched to a 3 4. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got Allen. Kaysen. Yep. Sjobert, Miles Jack. All right, that's really good, actually. It is. But, I mean, I don't know how the D-line is. D-line's not great. A lot of guys are sitting out this season, uh, especially D-tackles, and then they blew up the... Secondary. Secondary. So, yeah. Bringing in someone like C.J. Henderson, though, could help. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm expecting a... not a good Jaguars team. Yeah. All right, let's get to this uh, last team here. Uh, The Tennessee Titans, give me your breakout. Uh, Johnny Smith. I had the same thing. Tight end. Crazy athletic. Yeah, crazy athletic flew under the radar. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's behind Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker's getting older. Well, he's gone now. Yeah, he's gone, but Smith came in, made plays when Walker was hurt, whatever the hell. Yeah. I don't know if he wasn't playing or was hurt. Yeah, Smith's showing flashes. He could be the guy. Yeah, and I'm especially, excited to see him, especially with a uh, possibly a play action uh, offensive scheme. Yeah, kind of like a Stepanski, uh thing where they they pass off the play action or mm-hmm. they set up the pass with the run. So yeah, Johnny Smith is a big one for me. Uh, give me your bust, uh, Malcolm Butler. Okay, Talk. he. I mean, he could have been a bust the last couple years. Yeah. Well, once he signed that contract, he. Uh, basically every year after that was a bust. That's another Patriots guy signing a big deal. Yeah, but I just think drafting Kristen Fulton. I think Fulton's gonna take over the starting role. Obviously, Adoree Jackson's not losing a spot as mm-hmm. the other corner. And I, don't know, I, just, I don't see Butler seeing the field as much. Could be a guy that gets released after this year. Very hopefully. well, could be. Yeah. Uh, my bust. I've said it once, and I'll keep I saying it. Was- Derek Henry. Uh, He's going to break down or he's going to get an injury. And if those two things don't happen, the defense is smothering him. They're going to have Ryan Tannehill throw to beat them. They're not going to have Derrick Henry uh, rush all over them. They're going to have Ryan Tannehill throw. And uh, I just feel it. Can Tannehill do it, throwing it? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, we didn't see a lot of him throwing it in the postseason, so... I think last year he's so efficient because Derrick Henry does do it so well. Yeah. Like what's they what's he gonna do when Henry's getting not doing well or not there? Yeah. 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 So it's gonna be definitely interesting to see. Uh, you have anything to add to any of the AFC South uh, games? Your last, you in Henry Bus? That's why I had uh Darrington Evans as my one of the top rookies. Yeah, running back Tennessee drafted. I think he could see the field a lot. Now is he a receiving back too? Yep. So he's gonna get those third down rolls like immediately because mm-hmm. Dion Lewis is out. Yeah. Oh, that will be interesting then. That's what I'm excited to see most. And of plus, with Tennessee. those third down rolls, you could start getting more carries, and they're like, "Oh, well, we do have Derrick Henry for uh, four years. We might as well give him a little yeah, I mean rest. Yeah, if he shows flashes, he very well could take over some of those touches. Yeah. All right, Reha, we have done the AFC. Uh, next episode is going to be NFC. Uh, we're probably going to have Jack Wilson on. We'll definitely have Cool Reha back in the studio. And uh, we might have a uh, listener coming on to the podcast. Special guest. Special guest. Stay tuned. Yeah. But uh, just remember, share with your friends and family. If you like the episode give it five stars follow us on uh twitter scoop podcast follow us on instagram uh scoop underscore score god i really wish i would have that's a tough one thought that over that's a tongue twister <laughs> um but yeah we're thinking of all new ideas if you have any uh topic points that you want us to talk about email us the scoop and score at gmail.com tweet at us message us we're available Uh, Joe needs a team still Joe needs a team We want to see him go through the table On fire That's what I'm talking about Yeah Although I'm getting more uh, Into him being a Bengals fan Yeah I see him as the Bills Mafia But I think his heart's with the Bengals Yeah we need to discuss Before we do our next episode We need to discuss with Joe If he is sold on the Bengals Mm -hmm. And we'll just shut the whole deal down Because I really think he is sold on the Bengals I think so too We should make him go through a table anyway But if you think he shouldn't be a Bengals fan And want him to be your team's fan Let him know Don't know if we have any Raider Nations uh, Listening to it We have some Dog Pound I don't know What do they call uh, Buccaneers Fans Pirate Ship? I don't know I don't know either Could be Could be Probably a lot of bandwagoners going there now. Yeah, I'm sure Buccaneers have the most fans in the NFL right now. Uh, maybe Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, Chiefs. Well, we, we just see a lot of Chiefs in the Midwest. So. Uh, by the way, five years ago, I've never saw a Chiefs fan. Maybe a couple. Yeah. There's With, a hell of a lot of Chiefs fans right now. Uh, shout out uh, Chance Montana. Been there since day one. Other than that. He's there, Alex Smith days. Yeah. Probably before that he has a uh, oh I can't remember who is he has an eighty seven jersey that's not Travis Kelsey. It's an old punt returner they had? Might have been. Dante Hall or Something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah Chiefs fans. What the hell? You guys all came <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, totally agree. But uh yes. Uh keep listening to the podcast. We appreciate your uh listens. Going to keep doing it too. We love it. NFL season's almost there. Stay tuned. See you later.